This is the I'm Speaking Podcast with Mercy and Priya. Grab your favorite drink and join your two girls, Mercy and Priya, to learn about what's streaming and if it's worth the binge or not. Stay tuned and find out how many martinis we give it. What's up, everyone? This is Mercy and Priya. This is season eight, episode four. And today we are covering Bridgerton. Yay! <laughs> Yay. <laughs> if you uh, if you are living under a rock, you I don't know. Uh, if you're if, not living under, <laughs> if you if you don't know what Bridgerton is, you're living under a rock because this show has gotten so many great reviews, and we love it. I mean, we haven't haven't even gotten to the martinis yet, but we love it. Um, so if you don't know what it is. Bridgerton is a Regency romance and a period drama and an all fiction show. And it's based on a book series written by Julia Quinn. And I believe there's eight novels in the series, in addition to collections and novellas that she has. And it was the show itself was produced by Shonda Rhimes that owns Shondaland, the production company. Um, and Bridgerton is a whole different spin on the Regency era because they have so much diversity in the show. There are all these nice little plot twists and, and a whole bunch of great things happening in the show. Um, and I know if you haven't seen it, that you will love it. So the Bridgerton family story follows eight siblings and that's what each book is based on. So the Bridgerton show itself will be based on one sibling per season. The first season, was based on Daphne Bridgerton and her love affair and marriage to Simon. And the second season, which already came out, is, was beautifully written and produced, features Anthony Bridgerton and his love, Kate, who happens to be Indian. And they will be coming out with the third season pretty soon, and we'll get to that in a minute. So if you haven't watched this yet, spoiler alert, we're going to definitely be talking about everything, all the way to the end of season two so you might want to put us on pause and go watch the show yes. and come right back to us yes can you find the show on netflix mm-hmm. you go it is the number one trending show and it has been so for quite a while yes they also have it's actually fluctuating back and forth with the new hustle movie that's out with adam sandler and queen latifah but that's a whole other can of beans mm-hmm. all amazing yes. movie I saw it. You saw it too? I, yeah, saw, I saw it right as it came out. And <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, that'll be another story we do. Another podcast we'll do. Uh-huh. But so going back here, you can find it in Netflix. Um, as of now, as Priya mentioned, we are at the end of season two, awaiting season three. But I wanted to ask you, Priya, what made you want to watch that show? It feels to me like that's so outside of your... <laughs> <laughs> that's like me with sci-fi that's like so not well, you well wait wait but, well, well is it da, 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 i don't know da, da, da. it is kind it? of is now so um so <laughs> bridgerton is totally a netflix and chill show hint hint yes. so um i watched it because i heard about the sex scenes <laughs> I believe that. Why do I believe that so well? Why didn't I think of that? You know, that never in the world occurred to me. I idiot me, right? So different. (laughs) 
So I really watched it because I wanted to see all of the diversity, all of the costumes, all of yeah. the uh, scenery. Uh, so yeah, well, that too. That too. So that too. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I love my sci-fi, but I like sci-fi romance. Yeah. Um, dirty. Romance. I like I like my my dirty books. So uh, when I heard about uh, the sex scenes in Bridgerton, of course, the diversity and uh, the the pageantry and all that fantastic stuff was important. But yeah, that was like the main reason. Okay, well, good to know. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> I was totally there for all the costumes and the colors and all the, the art behind it. But okay. So when did you watch it? Did you watch it right when it came out or did you watch it after everybody started talking about it? Like I said, like I heard about the, the, I guess the soft porn, <laughs> I guess they call it soft porn. I don't know. Um, it's not full out porn and it's not full out sex, but it's very suggestive. Um, but when I heard about it, I was just like, Oh, Okay. I want to check this out. The lead actor is a black guy. Yeah, let's let's do this. Uh, that I watched it um, like not too long after I heard about it. What about you? So the, did somebody specifically recommend it or was it just word of mouth that made you? I was just hearing about it online pretty much. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, you know, the minute that it came out immediately as it came out, that was like my kind of show because I will watch at least the first show and look at all the costume designs and all the scenery and, and kind of figure out the plot and see if I like like their accents. Like I just really have to feel the whole show. So I'll watch, I always give it the first show. And if I'm into it, then I'll keep going. And I was hooked instantly, mm. but I did watch it before. It was like the thing to watch. And I did watch it because I was interested the minute I saw it come out on Netflix, just kind of like hustle. Like I just, you know, I, turned on the TV and it was there. Like it just came out. I'm like, Oh, I'm watching this. <laughs> so, yeah. So I know a lot of people watched it because somebody said, you have to watch it. It's so good. Yeah. Or because they loved the, one of the actors in it or, you know, whatever the case may be. A lot of people watched it because they had actually read the books. Mm -hmm. So we have one of our girls, Amy, uh, one of our girls, Amy in our book club that had actually read the books. Oh, she had read, yeah. She had read, I, I want to say a couple of them. Yeah, but she really liked it. Then she saw the show and it was a completely, completely different spin mm. on the book, on the book itself. So all of the diversity, the colors, um, like the costume colors and the dresses and all this stuff was very, I want to say flamboyant or mm. just out there. It was really wild. Oh, wait, the diversity Where, wasn't in the book? No, it oh. wasn't. No, the diversity was a twist. If if I am correct, and I'm, I may not be, but I want to say that it was uh, a twist mm -hmm. from um, Shonda Rhimes to make it interesting. Okay. And so, yeah, so they gave it a whole twist and she went back and I'm talking because this was as per my conversation with Amy. Yeah. And Amy said, you know, after I watched the show, which was completely different, she you know, she didn't say it was better or worse. She just said it was, the book was one thing and the show was another. And so the storyline kind of was the same, but the, the perception of it was completely different. She said, I was interested in reading the rest of them. So she actually finished all of them. Wow. Absolutely loved them, recommended them. Um, Priya, you're wowing this, but you were there in that book club meeting. You were probably... <laughs> 
eating at that moment I saw you you're back from the gym eating all your food okay. is that what so she was talking like, about it that's what she was talking about Priya oh my gosh so yeah so she read all of them she's a retired school teacher so she yeah. she loves to read um and so yeah so there was a twist in in the movie as opposed to the book which is my understanding um and what they planned originally was to do eight seasons. So that's their goal, right? To have eight seasons so that it covers each book because there's eight books, there's eight children. However, there's been a twist now because of the public's interest and kind of where the storyline is taking off to where season three was just announced. And you were the one telling me about that Priya, right? Yes. Where it's going to go as opposed to going to Benedict, which should be the second born, it's really going to go towards Penelope because there's so much about Penelope going on between Penelope being again, spoil alert, but between Penelope being Lady Whistledown and being also best friends with Eloise, she also has a love interest on, I think it's season two. Yeah. Well, she's had a crush from season one. Yes. That's my Bentley barking. Um, (laughs) Yes. So from, from season one, she's had a crush on him. Mm -hmm. Um, And so super, you know, super exciting. I really want to see what season three does bring. Uh, But I wanted to go over, if you could ignore Bentley barking behind me. (laughs) Oh. Oh, she stopped. Okay. Okay. So I just wanted to run over the eight kids really quick and their age. Okay. And Bentley's back. She's like on cue. When she talks, I bark. You bark when she talks? <laughs> Is that what I said? Yeah. <laughs> when I talk, she barks. <laughs> when she talks, you bark. <laughs> I bark. Okay. Love to do is to share with all of our listeners the eight children and their ages. Just in case you're getting into the show or you already love the show, you have a better idea of who the the children are and the order they're in. And that'll kind of give you an idea of how the seasons will go, should they be picked up, you know, moving forward. So the oldest child is Anthony. He's 30 years old. He is now married. Um, He just got married in season two. That's when we just saw that's the oldest. Mm-hmm. The second oldest um, is Benedict. He's 28. He's the one we just spoke about that Penelope has a crush on. Uh, Colin is 23. He's the third born. The fourth born, which is Daphne, she's the oldest of all the girls, is 22. And she was season one. She's the first one that started the, the whole series. Eloise falls fifth. Um, and the list of the children, she just turned 18 in season two. So now she's getting ready to have her coming out party, her debutante party, um, where she's presented to all of the gentlemen. And of course, she's always looking for their goal is to find the perfect match for her, as we saw in season one and season two with the other two siblings. However, as we mentioned, season three is kind of taking a turn. And instead of going directly to Eloise, which is kind of where it left off, like, you know, what route she's taking, it's going to go more to Penelope, mm-hmm. who's her best friend. Um, and it reintroduced Benedict, which is the second child. So going back, 
The number six child is Francesca, who's 17, then Gregory, who's 13, and then Hyacinth. Hyacinth. Hyacinth, who's 11. And so those are the eight children. Will the story continue like the books? is yet to be seen. As we can see in season three, it's kind of already taking a, a turn and a twist. But I think that's been the beauty of the whole show is that while it's an inspiration from the book series itself, it kind of has its own mind. And to that, I want to include, so the author who is Julia Quinn is completely involved in all of the production of it, not necessarily the production of it, but how the storyline is being presented. Mm -hmm. So she does have a say. So this is not like somebody kind of took all her books and did what they wanted with them. She still has a say. And, um, you know, I don't know what the politics behind all of it is and, and how they're all feeling about it. Um, we'd have to go more, you know, more in depth with that. But we do want to say that we've enjoyed the show as apparently most of the world has because it is still trending. Um, and, you know, I just want to ask you, Priya, what's your favorite, favorite, favorite part of the show? Huh. My is it the queen and all her crowns and all the craziness? <laughs> well, um, yeah, there's quite a bit of craziness happening. There's like nonstop drama. Of course, drama is a big part of it, right? Other than the, the, the sexy scenes, drama is a big part of it. Um, I don't know. I do, I do like the diversity. I love that the queen is black. I mm -hmm. love that... Um, the main characters are diverse. Um, I, I so spoiler alert, uh, they did announce season three is going to be about Penelope, Penelope, which is Eloise's best friend and who is also Lady Whistledown, and she's interested in Colin. Now they're switching it up because the third book was supposed to be about Benedict and Sophie. So if you oh wow, so okay, so I said it all wrong. Oh. Because okay. I have been saying from the minute we started talking that Penelope was in love with Benedict. So I'm oh. off. It's Colin, who's 23, that Penelope's in love with. Yes, yes. Colin. Colin. So I take it all back. If you rewind, forget everything I said. Let's <laughs> <laughs> move forward. <laughs> so, so Colin is sort of like uh, trying to find his way in the world. And at my point of view, he's like a little bit of an airhead and he's just trying to like blend in with the boys and, you know, be cool and stuff. And he's not even, even though Penelope has shared that she's interested in him, he's still a little bit of, air, of an airhead about it and trying not to show his interest in her. So I, I'm really interested in seeing what, how it's going to unfold in season three with the two of them. And Eloise, going back a little bit, Eloise, her best friend in season two was supposed to be the diamond. So every, every season, the queen chooses what she calls a diamond. So that's like the main girl for the season that everybody should be after. Like the right. prize and, to be won. <laughs> correct. And that had a lot to do with who Lady Danbury actually kind of pushes, right? She's like the behind the scenes agent that pushes yeah. who yeah. she feels should be and brings them to to the queen. Yes. So Lady Danbury actually in season two was, was uh, sort of like um, hosting Kate Sharma and her sister and her mom and Kate Sharma's sister, little sister. Um, and they're not sisters. Um, they're not sisters by birth. Correct. Wait, are they? 
they well they share they share the same father they share the same father so she was she no kate, no kate's no. dad had her before yes. he hooked up with <laughs> with kate's mom and then yeah. together they they had kate's little sister and i cannot remember that character's name for the world of me but kate shines the whole show and outshines her little sister so her her sister's pretty much trying to play the part she's a, a young indian girl and she's trying to fit into this whole new world and uh, the whole new bridgerton world to be that diamond that the queen wants her to be and it, because anthony the oldest of the bridgerton kids is considered to be the, the biggest catch of all the guys um, because he's a vice count. Everybody thinks that they should be together. Even Anthony thinks that he should be with Kate's little sister. But instead, Anthony falls in love with Kate. And it's, it's, like, it's like a twist because they, they, um, they butt heads a lot and they sort of have like arguments. Well, they're not sort of, they have arguments <laughs> over Kate's little sister and they have moments, these delicious moments where they like brush up against each other or they have long stares or, uh, you know, interludes. And because of those moments, they end up falling in love. Right. And finally- And I want to say her- Go ahead. Her sister's name is Edwina. Okay, Edwina, yeah. And finally, at the end of the season- they hook up. So season one with Daphne and Simon, there was a lot of booty shake and half, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of uh, sexy scenes, <laughs> not booty shaking. That was the wrong word. There were a lot of sexy <laughs> scenes um, throughout the season, but we don't see any of those sexy scenes in season two till the end. So they really made you wait. There was like a slow burn, a really yes. slow burn the whole season um, to get to the point where they finally hooked up. Actually, a probably to the last episode they finally had sex um and so no it wasn't the last episode probably a couple episodes before the end where they had sex in um outside I think it was in the rain or something was it in the rain in a trellis it was an outdoor trellis yes it was yeah Mm -hmm. um they finally hooked up then um, that's when you finally saw the sexy scenes, but it, it was, it was beautiful. And the way they like conveyed the Indian culture and Indian weddings, and it was just beautiful. You know, they really did not water down, um, that whole part of it. Um, they used the terminology and the, um, even the, the ceremonies that happens in the, in the Indian, Indian culture, where you have to be painted in yellow before you get married. And don't ask me what that means. I know I'm Indian. <laughs> my culture to shave but I don't I don't I did not get married with an Indian wedding I got married with a Christian wedding so I don't know what the yellow stuff means um I'm sorry I'm really sorry but again it was just beautifully conveyed and they did not water it down at all so Benedict might be he might be bi bisexual because he was hooking up with a guy in season one yeah um so I, I'm definitely interested in finding out what's going to happen there. And he's interested in, so see, the book three is about him and Sophie. And of course, we're not seeing that in season three, but Sophie is that, um, that really bougie girl. <laughs> she's kind of annoying. Uh, do you remember her? She has blonde hair and she's just really prissy and annoying. And she wants to be the diamond. 
and she's not chosen. Do you remember her? She's rude. That's yeah. Sophie. She's Lady Copper. Okay. Sophie Copper, probably. Probably. Yeah. So who is your favorite character? Oh. Hmm. So I love Eloise for everything she stands for. Mm-hmm. I, I like Penelope because I love how different she is. Um, I, I really, of course, I love so much of the show. I love the, the softness and the tenderness and yet the passionate side of Daphne. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Simon was hot as hell. Simon? Uh, yeah. Super hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I'm like, who's Simon? One? I was thinking about Colin. Hello. Yeah, Simon was Hello. the season. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> the Duke. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Loved him and his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, no, not his mom. Because his mom passed away when he was a little boy. They talk more really about the dad. But when yeah. I say his mom, I mean Lady Danbury. Yes. Who is kind of like his mom or raised him. I think that's his aunt or godmother or something. Right, right. She's like the mother figure, let's say. Yeah. Uh, but I love all of them. I love all of them. I'm really, you know, I'm thinking of every single one. I like Benedict and his craziness. And I like Colin. I love Anthony. Mm-hmm. I love Anthony. Yeah. Um, and I got to say that, you know, I really think the show has a big to do also with the mom. We really haven't spoken much about the mom, yeah. which is Lady Violet, but she's like a rock. Um, and in speaking about the mom, I know that seasons two, uh, the, in season two, the main idea of the story was to bring the dad back. And the, yeah. So season two was all about the dad. Who, who I want to say his name was Ed. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And what happened between him and, and what him? happened, right? How he, how he passed away, um, how life was before and the impact that it had on the wife, on Lady Violet mm-hmm. and the impact that it left with leaving Anthony as, yeah. of course, as a firstborn with all of the responsibility of being the dad yeah, or playing, you know, the dad of the, of the household. So while I thought that it was really all about Season two, to me, if you had asked me, I would tell you that it was all about um, Anthony and his new marriage or his newfound love to Sharma. Mm -hmm. It really wasn't to Kate. It was really more about the dad. That's what that's where they were going with that story. Yeah. So it was about bringing the history of the dad and his impact in the family and and how they moved on after his death. Oh, so it's sort of like multiple plots in there. <clears throat> because, um, yeah, yeah, because, because you can see. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it set up Anthony to be this strong character that he didn't really want to be the head of the household, but he had to be for his family. Yes. And he needed a partner that matched that. <clears throat> he didn't yes. just need a woman that was going to do whatever he wanted and be like you know that submissive and yeah well I want to say Kate's uh sister was submissive but she was more like a trophy wife kind of thing he didn't want any of that he needed somebody who was just as strong-headed as he was and And stubborn Mm -hmm. and challenged him um because he was already living in that world being that figure so he needed somebody to counteract him kind of like an alpha for an alpha not a beta for an alpha Um, and I think Kate was so perfect because Kate had been that had 
also been, been living that persona in her own life with kind of keeping the whole family together and keeping, she was keeping the lies and the everything undercover just to be the protector of her younger sister and of her mom. So they have more in common that they, than they did not in common. Yes. So yeah. I think they were a perfect match. And I think you, you know, you notice it right off the bat mm-hmm. when you start watching the show and you kind of feel bad for the sister and, and there's yeah. so much going on. And then, you know, let's not even talk about, we, we spoke about, you know, Eloise and her, the craziness going on with her and Penelope, which is also kind of heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have a whole other storyline going on because there's not enough with all the craziness you have there with what's happening with the family and Lady Portilla. No. Oh, wait. wait Lady that, Portia. That's the one uh, that's that. Uh, that's the feathering. Okay. Feathering, feathering tour. <laughs> feathering tour. <You know? laughs> feathering tour feathering tour so that's penelope's mom featherington oh it's featherington yes 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 mm-hmm. yeah so i think in in her character they kind of to me it's kind of like that cinderella story yeah right with the yeah. two sisters although i don't think anybody there is really treated like cinderella because in all honesty i don't feel that what, what penelope what? is is treated like a Cinderella. Well, right? what do you what do you think about the mom? So the mom, Lady Portia Featherington, uh, played by Polly Walker, she has a little cougar moment there. She does. I think she's mm-hmm. a badass, and I think she knows her shit. And I I do think that she could be really annoying. And I don't know. There's just something about her I can't stand, and something about her I absolutely love. So. <laughs> I'm kind of torn. It's that that character that you you hate, but then you kind of love because you hate him. Yeah. So um, she but, she does whatever she needs to to keep her family afloat. Oh hell yeah, yeah. Yeah. She'll yeah, absolutely. And I think she proves that at the end of season two. She really proves I'm not just all talking. I'm not just here. I'm a badass. And I figured this out. Mm-hmm. And you know, and she played who the guy that was trying to play her. Yes. Beautifully. So, you know, that's a, another twist to the story, which is excellent and, and I really like. Um, and then another person that I, that I think about a lot is Genevieve. Remember her? Which one was Genevieve? Genevieve, it's the one. Um, she has a business, like um, her own business in town. Oh, she's the, the t- she's a tailor. Or she's a dressmaker. She's the dressmaker. Dressmaker, yes. Mm. And she's artistic and um and she's just amazing. I love her. She's just another character I really love and I love what she stands for. She's that kind of that entrepreneur in the show that's that's showing, you know, being a a woman during that time and fighting for your business and and she knows all the gossip. And she knows she, yeah, everybody kind of goes to her like with hairdressers that you kind of just talk and talk to. Yeah. So there's really so, so much in the show that I think is, is fantastic. And again, when you listen to me talk about how Penelope had a crush on Benedict, I apologize a million times all along. I meant to say Colin, 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 Penelope and Colin. <laughs> Keep that in mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had them all mixed up. Yeah. Um, I should have thought. I should have looked at the age when I was going down all the ages because Colin is 23, which is in the age group 
ask Penelope and Eloise who are 18. So mm -hmm. that would make more sense. Where Benedict to Penelope is probably an old man because he's already 28. So he's 10 years older. Yep. And we know how teenagers think like, she's old or he's old. Um, so in saying all of that, and I think we kind of already said how we really feel about the show. Um, how many martinis would you give it, Priya? So, <laughs> so for the same reason why I was interested in watching it and only based on season two, I would give it four martinis. Not five, four martinis, because I was gonna ask why. Why that extra martini? They waited so long to get to the sexy scenes. I tuned in for the sexy scenes and the diversity, but I tuned in for the sexy scenes. I wanted straight up to get to that right away, but they waited so long to have those scenes. Um, and I just I I mean the storyline was juicy, but I really wanted the juice. I really wanted you know, that fun. Um, but they took so long to get to it. So just because the slow burn was a really slow burn, I'm giving it four stuff, four martinis. Oh, awesome. I'm going to give it five martinis mm. and I'll tell you why. So I love all of the visual effects, all of the, the scenery, the costumes, the colors, um, the hairdos, the crowns, all that, all the visual effects. I absolutely love. I do love the storyline and how they've changed the storyline and how you have so many different stories happening at the same time. I absolutely love all the diversity and how they have um, made everything flow as, as it should be in life, right? And they've made that like so natural in the show. And I love that. And I love that they incorporated that during that time period. So absolutely love that. Um, I love the actors and the actresses. I love everybody that plays each part. I feel they were casted so perfectly because everybody kind of fits in who they should be. Yeah. But my favorite part of the entire show is the musical element, how they bring Aww. in the music that is actually trending now or big songs like um, Taylor Swift song or like all these different songs that are from this generation, but they take them back into that era with that kind of like a waltz feeling or, or a different musical beat and background, but with the lyrics of the new songs and just how they kind of mix that goes so well with how they've moved the, the diversity and the characters. I think it's just a huge mix and it just all worked and it flowed and I loved it. And that's why I give it five. Oh, but my yeah. favorite is the music. Yeah. When they play the music, it's like you're listening to them like with the Ned Sheeran dance and mm -hmm. you're like, what? And, you know, and, you know, to that point, a lot of the really good series and shows, the, the, the soundtrack has to be its own character. Yeah. Well, because... we discussed that in the last podcast. Remember? Yeah. Well, the actually, both, both of the last two that we did, Stranger yeah. Things was amazing with their, with their entire music um, and their playlist. And then of course, Lizzo was Lizzo. So her, it's all based on music. So yeah, I think music has a huge uh, part to do with it. And I think aside from the visual, you know, the, the music has to impact the show. So uh, that's why I give it five. 
Yeah, it's a huge, huge part. I do agree with that, that the music was really good. The, the, the twist they had on all the old songs like Material Girl, um, uh, uh, Dancing on My Own. Like there are a lot of really good songs um, that mm -hmm. they had in season. I'm looking at it right now as I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to look at the list on Spotify. Um, so they had, okay, so I'm gonna list off a couple of the songs. Uh, Wrecking Ball was in there. Mm -hmm. uh, How Deep Is Your Love? What About Us? Sign of the Times. Um, they had an Indian song in there. That's it. Uh, they had Harry Styles. They yeah. got five. <laughs> Sorry, five right? martinis. All done. <laughs> uh, material, like I said before. Like, there, there were some really good covers mm -hmm. on the show. Um, and of course, they put a twist on it because those songs were not in that era. So they gave it the whole Regency feel Correct. of it. Exactly. Exactly. So super cool. Super fun. Loved it. There is a little tiny itsy bitsy wincy little feel of attackiness to the show a little bit. What do you mean? There is. There is. There's something like, uh, that show is so bleh. like who who would watch that, right? I've, I've had that before. I've had those conversations with friends when we're out and I'll ask them if they watch the show and they're like, ugh. Well, you know, you know, that's so funny. I get so that I reaction get, for Wade. Wade. Right? Yeah. He's yeah. Like, or even Billy, that. you'll look at me. Yeah. Billy will look at me like, what are you watching? Like, why are you wasting <laughs> your time watching that? And so there are people that feel that way and then that's okay. But I tell you, give it a chance. If you really get into it, there's so much more happening. There's, there's a lot happening with the characters and, and anyway, I gave it five martinis. I think enough said. Yeah. So. so Mercy gave it five martinis. I gave it four martinis. Definitely check out the show. It is worth it um, for all the right reasons. And make sure you like, share, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Make sure you tune in next week when we have another review. Yes. So have a great one, guys, and we'll see you at the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.